0: You are listening to WTUZ radio podcast. Okay, uh welcome to a another podcast episode WTUZ radio. Uh this will be real quick. I kind of um held back in the cut. There's been a lot of big celebration for what's called Juneteenth. Um, I know a lot of you are probably familiar with what went on. So um, anybody that's not familiar what Juneteenth is, um, it is was signed as a holiday uh, Thursday, last Thursday, which was the 17th. Um, It is uh, now a federally recognized holiday commemorating the emancipation of enslaved African-Americans. It is also observed for celebrating African-American culture originating in Galveston, Texas. It has been celebrated annually on June 19th in various parts of the United States since 1866. The day was recognized as a federal holiday on June 17, 2021, when President Joe Biden signed the Juneteenth National Independence Day Act into law. It is the first federal holiday to be established since 1983, when then-President Ronald Reagan added Martin Luther King Jr. to the nationally recognized calendar. June 10th's commemoration is on the anniversary date of June 19, 1865 announcement of General Order number no. three by U- Union Army General Gordon Granger proclaiming and enforcing freedom of enslaved people in Texas, which was the last state of the Confederacy with institutionalized or in- yeah, in- institutional slavery. All right, so um, we're gonna stop there, and, and and I'm reading from Juneteenth. I'm sorry, I'm I'm reading from Wikipedia. Apologize for that. Got distracted. The wind is really kicking up outside my office window. Um, so uh, I'll read two more paragraphs because really they have some good stuff in here. And I'm actually kind of surprised, so I'm going to read on. Bear with me. President Abraham Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation issued on January 1st, 1863, had officially outlawed slavery in Texas and in all other states of the original Confederacy. Enforcement of the proclamation generally relied upon the advance of Union troops. Texas, as the most remote state of the former Confederacy, had seen an expansion of slavery and had a low pressure presence, sorry, of Union troops. As the American Civil War ended, thus enforcement there had been slow and inconsistent prior to Granger's announcement. Although the Emancipation Proclamation declared an end to slavery in the Confederate states, For a short while after the fall of the Confederacy, due to certain political considerations, slavery remained legal in the two Union border states, Delaware and Kentucky. This seemed conflicted situation ended both the ratification of the 13th Amendment Amendment to the Constitution, which constitutionally, uh, constitutionally, Abolished chattel slavery nationwide on December 6, 1865, and also with the final actual release of slaves by the Indian territories that had sided with the Confederacy, namely the Choctaw. Right, of course, they've said Choctaw. It's Choctaw. Those are my people. Um, part of my heritage. Okay. So I'm going to, um, okay, one more thing, one more. (laughs) They updated this, y'all, so I'm not mad at them. Every time I say I'm going to stop, I look down and I see where is some more good stuff. uh, Celebrations date to 1866 at first involving church-centered community gatherings in Texas. It spread across the South and became more commercialized in the 1920s and 1930s, often centering on food festivals. Okay, so those of you that do celebrate Juneteenth and it's done via food festival because that's the only way I've ever seen it done, now you know why. Participants in the Great Migration out of the South carried their celebrations to other parts of the country. During the Civil Rights Movement of the 1960s, these celebrations were eclipsed by the nonviolent determination to achieve civil rights, but grew in popularity again in the 1970s with a focus on African-American freedom and African-American arts. Beginning with Texas by proclamation in 1938 and legislation in 1979, 49 U.S. states and the District of Columbia have formally recognized the holiday in various ways. With its adoption in certain parts of Mexico, the holiday became an international holiday. Juneteenth is celebrated by the Mascogos descendants of Black Seminoles. I'm surprised they got that in here, so shout out to uh wikipedia whoever updated this um but i think i know why they putting this stuff in here because we're on their asses about this stuff um the descendants of black seminoles who escaped from slavery in 1852 and settled in uh you yeah, I'm, I'm finna but- butcher this i'm just gonna spell it c-o-a-h-u-i-l-a coahulia or coahulia Mexico. All right, so let's get into you celebrated Juneteenth. Now, what? That's the title of this. Now, the purpose of me making this—it's uh, just so difficult, you all, when you <sighs> when you put in work, you actually pick up books, you actually read, you actually. Cross-reference what you've read with the author's actual research, and then you go actually pull the author's research. And then you run across other things to validate everything that you originally set out to research. It's a constant thing that you get in the habit of doing if you want to know the truth not based on what someone told you, not based on what the school teach, but what you actually research and find out for yourself. That is in regards to true history and more importantly, your own family lineage and research. So when everyone from the start was celebrating Juneteenth Once I came into knowledge of who I really am from my uh, heritage perspective through listening to my my big mom and them, let's start with that, listening to my elders and then cross-referencing what my elders told me against those public records, which added up to the exact T on what my elders told me, it's very frustrating to hear the official blanketed narrative giving to all melanated black folks that are named African-Americans. So this whole out-of-Africa slave narrative gets very, very frustrating when you know who you are. And it's no different when folks are running around celebrating Juneteenth and not really understanding what it really meant because it was not about freeing African slaves, okay? But it did have everything to do about the the Indian Wars and folks are still not making the connection. Now, I am very, very shocked. Um, okay, so it looks like this Wikipedia page was just updated in June. So I'm, I'm surprised to see the Black Seminoles stuff in here and the Chata. I'm really surprised to see that in the Indian territories. So shout out to them for that. Now, of course... They could go into much more detail, uh, but at the end of the day, that's not even Wikipedia's responsibility. That's each individual's responsibility to know who you are. What is your family lineage? So folks are running around celebrating Juneteenth based on African slaves, which if you do your research, you know that there were very few African slaves in the grand scheme of things of Indian slavery, European slavery, meaning black Europeans also, and white Europeans, Uh uh-huh. Matter of fact, if you really want to get technical about it, white Europeans were actually the first actual slaves. We kind of have to question Slavery on the other categories. Okay. Because some of that stuff that's labeled as slavery was actually worker contracts. Folks coming over here on worker contracts, and some of it called, some folks called it indentured servitude. And you usually hear that indentured servitude a lot when it's regarding white people that came over. Quote, quote, as slaves. So the whole slave definition, you really have to dig deep into what category was that really under. So meaning, was it truly slavery where somebody was held captive via prisoner of war maybe? Or was it the fact that they came over under indentured servant contracts. Uh, some of them, those contracts could have been where they were let out of jail, a prison sentence, where well, you really wasn't let out. <laughs> you were physically let out from the sentence over in Europe only to come over to the Americas to work off your sentence. Let me put that uh, in better terms. We do know for a fact um, that King Louis in France literally opened up his jail cells. Well, his brother really talked him into doing it because his real army didn't want to fight for him anymore because he owed them a bunch of change from all other wars he was creating. So his brother was the one that suggested using the prisoners. All right? So that's what they did. They came over here on um, indenture servant contracts. All right. Same in all across Europe. Okay. So you really have to know when they talk about slavery, what category are they putting it in? Was it slavery due to Indian wars? And folks taking other folks prisoners? Or was it an indentured servant contract because folks were working off their convent or prisoner sentences? Or was it that folks wanted to come over to the new world for a better way to a better way of life? So they signed up for a labor contract. Which one was it? And this was black and white coming from Europe. The Indian wars were melanated wars, black Indians against black Europeans and black Indians against black Indians because Indians and black Europeans married each other and teamed up and became family and start fighting some of these Indian wars. Those kings that held the seat of power over in Europe were black European kings. So that means Louis, James, George, and M were all black melanated. So the Africans in this story are very, very little. You can check the official slave narrative records. I've seen as high as 300,000 African slaves for the entire slave trade, not the millions that most of the populace think and what they teach in school. I've only seen as high as 300,000, and I'm sure that's been downgraded since then. So, as folks are celebrating Juneteenth, what are they really celebrating? They don't even know what they're really celebrating. They don't understand why they will never get any momentum on reparations regarding African slavery. It'll never happen. Because that's not the official story. So all of the screaming by the ADOS, all of that, they're leading you down, as usual, a dead end. Okay? So again, I ask, what were the majority really celebrating on June 10th? So, when we talk about doing your ancestry, when we talk about doing your research, picking up a book or two, these are the important reasons why. Because when these particular agendas are put before the world, it is your responsibility through your heritage and bloodline to set the record straight. Okay. So I ask again, what are folks celebrating? Why are you celebrating? Okay. I've seen the Juneteenth agenda come out. This is just the latest one now. This is the latest one. We've seen the ADOS movement come out. Um, A recent release documentary on buck breaking Okay, so let's just real quick, and no, I haven't seen it. I don't want to see that. Too traumatizing for me. But let's just break that down. So if slavery didn't happen the way they said it happened via some African slave trade, and if white people really did not come into full power until mm, early 1800s. If buck breaking existed, who who was breaking home? Again, this is why it is important for you to research your heritage through your elders, through public records, and research true history. There's plenty of information out there for you to research true history. Because if you do not, what you are doing is carrying a legacy of slavery Through your bloodline, you're passing that legacy on to your children and grandchildren when it does not apply to them. And it's dangerous. It is very, very dangerous. It is each and every one of our responsibility to do the work. You can no longer afford to be lazy and rely on anyone to hand you what the true story is of your lineage. That's even including me with this podcast. Do your research. Your family lineage depends on it. We should not pass down these false narratives taking on the shame of slavery, allowing our ancestry identity to be hijacked, we should not allow it for another generation. It should be stopped right now. And even if your family lineage is Black European, even if your family lineage is of African slavery, so what? At least you know. At least you have correctly identified who you are. But carrying a blanket banner. Just because someone else says that, it is not acceptable. It should not be acceptable to you as an individual, and it darn sure shouldn't be acceptable for your bloodline heritage. So I say to all of the ADOS folks, the Pan-Africanism, okay, you got your Juneteenth federal law, now what? Now what? Because anything that you're going to get in the form of reparations, which you're not going to get it because they still ain't talked about it. And they ain't going to talk about it based on all of what I just said. But if you just so happen to get something, you better believe you will be signing away your folks Bloodline rights to this land forever and ever and ever. That's the stipulations they will put in it. So you better be damn sure, ADOS, Pan-Africans, you better be damn sure that's what your lineage is. So with that said, I'm not going to make this long. I wish everyone well. Um, Have a great day, family. Peace and love.